0: To uh, close out our Fast Forward series and launching us into the next one, we have our Global Roar and uh, Missions Director, Pastor Dick Bastia, to start it off. (laughs) Honor him as he comes up. Amazing man. Let's do it. Love you. Amen. Thank you, y'all. It'd be a shame if I said remain standing that would be messed up, but uh, it's a a privilege. Pastor Ron asked me to fill in, and what a a privilege, and uh, I think I have something from the Lord. We're going to be talking about the fire, the fire of God, and um, he's been talking about moving fast forward. He's been talking about a toolbox, so uh, we want to release some of the power for the power tools that we need in this hour. We live in a perverse generation. And God is up to the task, raising up ministers of flaming fire, folks in love with him, in love with people, and destined to fulfill their purposes for him. So that's where we're going. Amen? So I am one who's um, not unacquainted with fire, both natural and um, supernatural, Dale. Uh, uh, About 20 years ago, we were living in Crete, Illinois. Anybody know where Crete is? And um, we had a a nice little bed and breakfast type house on two acres. And uh, one morning at four o'clock, my daughter woke me up, little daughter Harvest, she's about 11. Dad, there's a fire in the house, so I got everybody. Uh, We ran outside four in the morning in our pajamas, snow on the ground. Some neighbors gave us some baggies to put on our feet. It's like something you see in the Red Cross advertisement or on, on channel whatever, you know. So anyway... Our motto is we lost everything, but we lost nothing, right? We had Jesus, we had each other. But as this fire was burning, our, our, our house was just made to be a fire. It was very, very, very uh, all inside pine wood with varnish on it. So it's like it burned really well. And the firemen could not get it out. So I'm standing there looking, the, the, the flames are shooting up two or three hundred feet. And I said to Susie, This is a great fire. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but what else are you going to do? You know, it was it was a good one. Men of God, you understand what I'm saying? It was a good fire. Uh, another time, I had a ministry vehicle in Louisiana, a uh, nice Honda. It became a Honda from hell. It, the engine just started on fire one day. Usually, they're reliable cars. A third uh, acquaintance with, with natural fire occurred to me. Uh, we were leading a team from... Uh, to China to smuggle Bibles. We're on a big 747 out of San Francisco. And uh, Susie doesn't like to fly too much, although I'm a pilot. I enjoy flying usually. And uh, she's at the window, and she calls me over and says, um, where were the Pacific Ocean? She says, Dick, is there supposed to be like flames coming out of the engine? And I said, no, that's not unless you're an F-15 or an F-22. No, that's not normal. So I, I discreetly got the, uh, air, the uh, att- attendance attendants. Uh, attention and had her look out and she she walked very carefully their train walk carefully not run to the cockpit next thing I know we're dumping fuel over the Pacific and we headed back to San Francisco and we got a free meal (laughs) and we did make it to China Uh, so those are natural things um, and I'm not releasing that kind of fire on your life somebody say amen. amen hallelujah But another kind of fire is supernatural fire. And I got lots of stories. I'll tell you one in the interest of time, David, is um, I was at a leading a prayer meeting in Colorado Springs. We had a beautiful prayer room. It was like a round room with windows overlooking the Rocky Mountains, overlooking the Air Force Academy and Pikes Peak in the distance. It was so cool. And then we had in that church at the time an almost actual size globe hanging from the ceiling. It was big, biggest earth you ever saw outside the earth. And um, so I'm with my boys, some of you know, I've got a lot of worship leaders in our family. So my boys were leading worship. We were having a, a revival prayer meeting that Friday night and for the nations. And as I'm holding their hands, we're in a circle ready to get started. I just very simply said, Lord, send the fire. And next thing I know, I hear uh, sirens. And I look out the corner of my eye, the The prayer room is surrounded by a typical Colorado brush, like brown brush. And lightning in, a, in the daytime, while I prayed that, came down and set all the surrounding field on fire. And I'm there like, I've got to be careful. <laughs> you have to be careful what you pray for. But that was just like a, a freak thing. So um, I'm not going to, we're not going to want to hear sirens necessarily, although I know another prayer meeting in Mexico on Friday night at a ministry we've worked with, and um, the fire truck showed up on a Friday night during a prayer meeting. Everybody around the, this, the village saw fire on top of the house, so it's hard to tell the difference sometimes between the wildfire of earth and the, and the true holy fire of God, but you guys ready for some fire this morning? Yes. Hey, Amen. I'm a carrier, but uh, it, it's the main one. Jesus himself, who has eyes of fire, I believe he wants to release, wants to seal this fast forward uh, series and make you a minister of flaming fire for the rest of this year and beyond. Are you ready? Amen. Let's get into the word of God. Hebrews twelve twenty-nine says this. I just like to check, make sure you got it. Thank you, Colin. Wherefore, we are receiving, we haven't fully received it, but we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved. Let us... Uh, have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably and with reverence and godly fear. So this isn't a casual fire I'm talking about. It's a holy fire. And um, whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire. He's not a casual fire. He consumes. He burns us beyond recognition, Matt. You you don't want to know the old Dick Bashter. I don't think I want to know the old you, right? God makes us in his anointing into new men and new women, more like Jesus, fulfilling our destiny. Hebrews 1.7 says, God makes his angels spirits and his ministers of flaming fire. Any servants of the Lord in the house? David, you ready for more fire? Amen. This fire is, uh, there's a time to be taught and there's a time to be torched. I'm going to do a little teaching, but we want to have the torch of heaven come. How many you are looking forward to that before you go home for lunch? <laughs> Why eat barbecue? Why don't you become barbecue for God, burning for him? Amen. On his spigot. Hallelujah. I'm using food analogies because I'm getting hungry. Daniel. I love Daniel, one of the few men of God in the Bible who finished strong. Amen. He had this vision of heaven in Daniel seven, starting at verse nine. He says, I watched till thrones were put in place. The ancient of days was seated. His garment was white as snow and the hair of his head was like pure wool. His throne was like a fiery flame Its wheels burning fire. Did you know the throne of God has wheels on it? Its wheels were burning fire. And a fiery stream issued and came forth from him. Father, I'm asking as one of your servants here today that a fiery stream would flow from your throne into this place, into our hearts, through us, out of this place in Jesus' name. Amen. What is this fire we're talking about? Well, number one, it's the fire of his holiness. Matthew 3.11 in the um, fiery uh, Passion Translation says this. This is John speaking, John the Baptist. Those who repent, he says, I baptize with water. But there is coming a man, capital M man, after me who is more powerful than I. In fact, I'm not even worthy enough to pick up his sandals. He will submerge you into union with the Holy Spirit. Anybody want to be submerged, baptized, saturate in union with this Holy Spirit? Amen. And with raging fire. Not, it's not a little lamplight it's a, it's a raging fire, and, and, it, and it moves us, and it takes us to places we never thought we would go, seeing things we never thought we would see, doing things we never thought we would do. This fire from heaven gets us moving. Amen? This fire is his holiness. This is a great picture from Malachi. Behold, Malachi 3, I send my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me. And the Lord who you seek will suddenly come to his temple. Lord, let the suddenly be here. Even the messenger of the covenant in whom you delight in, behold, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts. And he, who can endure in the day of his suffering or the day of his coming? Who can stand when he appears? For he is like a refining fire, like launderer's soap. He will sit. You know, God's patient with us. He wants to change us from the inside out. He will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver. He will purify the sons and daughters of Levi, purging them as gold and silver, that we may offer unto the Lord an offering in righteousness. Then the offering of Judah and Jerusalem and the will be pleasant to the Lord. And in the days, as in the days of old and in former years, amen? You know, I like talking about revivals that have happened in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, in the nations of the world. I like teaching on it, but I'd rather experience it with you. How about you? And I have had my, I've had tastes. You know, I'm a believer that before Jesus comes for the church, he will come back. He's first going to come to the church in powerful, awesome holiness, amen? Anybody, anybody expecting? Any kindling wood here? In Louisiana, where I was, they have this uh, wood that are are used for fire starters. It's called fat pine. It's full of, I guess, turpentine. And that's what you use. Some of you know that. You use that to start fires. I believe God's got some fire starters in this house. Some folks soaked in turpentine. Don't drink it, but get ignited with it. Amen. Hallelujah. Not only is his fire his holiness, his fire ignites true revival in the church and also ignites us with passion for the law. So it it ignites revival and ignites harvest. We have a God, brethren, who burns within, who burns without, and to get close to him is to burst into flames. Oh, the nearness of God is our good. Hallelujah. You know, Jesus spent time in the presence and obedience to the Father in his very close did they not shine and burn in the daytime on the mountain of transfiguration? Anybody want some transfiguration? Amen, I do, amen. Another picture of revival comes out of Ezekiel chapter 20. Hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord, behold, I will kindle a fire in you. The flaming flame shall not be quenched. In other words, God's will, this holy fire of heaven is that it not go out that it will not be quenched and that all flesh will see that I the Lord have kindled it and it shall not be quenched. We'll be talking about the fire of this altar. It should never go out. The fire of our love and our devotion for God should never go out in our heart and we're going to get fresh fire to see that happen. Amen. A great revival prayer out of Isaiah chapter 62 verse 1 and 2. For Zion's sake, there's a real Zion in Israel, but there's also, it speaks of the church. For Zion's sake, I will not hold my peace. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest, says, says uh, Isaiah, until the righteousness goes forth as brightness, and the salvation out of living stones goes forth as a lamp that burns. Hallelujah. And the nations, the Gentiles, shall see thy righteousness in all kings, thy glory. That's a picture of revival. Amen. How many think we we, maybe one day we'll have a name change? We'll go from living stones to fire stones. (laughs) Pastor Ron's not going to change the name, but I know he's open. (laughs) If this happens, we all may change our names. It's okay. Amen. And lastly, here, John, a picture of John the Baptist. I believe we are... A John the Baptist generation, we are, just like John, preparing the way for the return of the Lord. Look at John's nomenclature. Look at John's characteristics here. He, John, was a burning and shining light, and you were willing for a season to rejoice in his light. Oh, God's looking to set some men and women on fire, even young people and children, right? burning and shining lights, preparing the way for the coming of the Lord, demonstrating the God we serve is alive and well. Amen. And he cannot be ignored. Sometimes you just can't win arguments. You, you win arguments by fire. <laughs> fire of God. Can't argue with that. When I have Jehovah's Witnesses come up to my door, you know what the best thing to do? Share your testimony with them. They'll leave soon. Because you you can't uh, argue uh, with, with your experiences and encounters with God. And hopefully they'll meet him also. Amen. Now how? How does God forge? Like in a blacksmith shop. How does God forge ministers of flaming fire? I'm glad you asked that. Thank you very much. And I'm going to look very quickly, go through Isaiah 6. I don't want to do a lot of teaching. I want to do torching. So, Isaiah 6, starting at verse 1, one of my favorite chapters in Isaiah. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne. He was high and he was lifted up, and his train or his robe filled the temple. How do we get this flaming flame? How do we become ministers of flaming fire? Number one, it says in the year that King Uzziah died. Brethren, it starts with the cross. God wouldn't mind if you put your name in place of King Uzziah, King you. Would anybody recognize we've got to get off our little thrones and uh, let Jesus be the Lord, see his throne high and lifted up. So to um, become a minister of flaming fire, to be forged into a minister of flaming fire It's daily picking up the cross, denying ourselves, recognizing what Jesus did on the cross, recognizing our new birth, amen? Secondly, we embrace a life of worship. Look what happened with Isaiah. In the year that King Uzziah died, he saw the Lord is to embrace a lifestyle of worship. How big is God to you? I know with David, he's pretty big. David has a big God. Where's our other David worship leader? He's got a big God and um, I'm, Susie and I are from New Jersey and there, I heard a preacher one time I didn't hear him personally, somebody said this and that he was trying to show how big God was and he's at the pulpit and he says God is so big he's, his socks are bigger than New Jersey that's not going to do it, we need, we need a bigger God, right? And uh, this, this is how I know how big God is number one, he saved me of course, that's chief of sinners, but Number two, I, 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 in studying the Bible, I came across, uh, Gen- in the creation, Genesis 1, chapter 1, verse 16. And there's this real simple saying in there. You guys, Jesus is, God is creating things. And then in verse 16, he says, and he made the stars also. Just casually throws that in. Very flippantly. Back, and he made the stars also. Like, it wasn't even a whole verse. It's a part of a verse. Anybody know how many stars there are? I am a fourth grade science teacher right now. We live in a galaxy called the Milky Way, right? It has a hundred, we're a medium sized galaxy, has a hundred billion stars. Anybody, you don't have to guess. You know how many, I sound like I really am a science teacher, Matt. You know how many galaxies this today would astronomers believe they can see through Hubble telescope in space and others? 100 billion in a medium-sized galaxy, the Milky Way. There are 2 trillion galaxies known, believed to be, in the world. 2 trillion. And he made the stars also. You and I are much more valuable than stars. He cares about us. He's concerned about us. If you have hair, your hairs are numbered. Amen? So to be forged as a minister of fire. We embrace the cross. We embrace a lifestyle of worshiping a big God. Nextly, we embrace the secret place. Here we have a picture of the seraphim. It says they had six wings. With with two, they covered their face. With two, they covered their feet. And with two, they did fly. You know, I lived in, in, in the Air Force. I lived up in Thule, Greenland, the North Pole, 750 miles above the Arctic Circle. And I watched uh, icebergs being formed. I've, I've seen some funny things, even in the natural. So here's the, here's the fjords, big icebergs going in. You know how much ice, ice an iceberg is visible out of, out of its size? Uh, some of you kind of know this. Only 10% is seen, 90% is under the water. Your life, your ministry is mostly your time alone with God. In the in the things that are not visible and not seen, you know, I, I uh, direct a lot of Bible schools, and, and at one point in time, years back, I did a commentary on the whole Bible. Isn't that crazy to sit down and do that, Pastor? Dick, Aren't there enough commentaries on the Bible? No, I wanted to watch. I wanted to write a Holy Ghost commentary with missions and revival and holiness. So I did. So sixty-six books of the Bible. The reason I was able to do that is because. of my life has been sitting at the feet of Jesus, not being in a pulpit. My pulpit is the planet. I go to many nations and preach. And it's a joy to preach here uh, today. But um, when you're alone, when you're hearing from God, when you embrace Jesus, your devotion to him, that secret place, that is the root system where much fruit is going to come forth. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Hallelujah. Nextly embrace a life of holiness then he heard the angels say crying unto each other holy holy this is in verse 3 holy holy is the lord of hosts the whole earth is full of his glory so brethren if we want to burn like ministers of flaming fire let's embrace holiness holiness and spirit Holiness in our mind, holiness in our bodies. Have I fully arrived? No, but I'm embracing. And I want, to, I want the fire of God to burn all the dross out of me, change my passions, change my desires, that I'm in perfect alignment with God. How about you? Amen. Next, we see uh, the whole earth is full of his glory in that same verse. I believe to to be ignited and and to be launched as a minister of flaming fire, we need to not only have a big God, we need to see his vision for all, all people, the unreached, the nations of the world. And um, this, this is the way God makes us as he's, as he's forging us. We have a concern for our neighbor, and we have the cons- our concern for the nations of the world. We're, you're in a missionary church, by the way, and appreciate your faithfulness and giving that we together can keep going forth. Amen? Next is embracing uh, a lifestyle of fervent prayer. Verse 4 says, and the, t- the posts of the door in heaven, heaven has doors, moved at the voice of him that cried, and the house was filled with smoke, or maybe that was Isaiah's door. But passionate prayer, fervent prayer, right, is what moves the heart of God. It, it moves thresholds. We've got things that stand against us. As we are moved by a, a fiery passion from God and for God, and we see things that we want to see come to pass... Doors move, thresholds move forward. And um, it's out of this scripture, Matthew uh, 11, excuse me, Mark eleven twenty four. Whatever things you desire when you pray, they will come to pass. That word desire is an interesting word. It means whatever things you crave. What do you crave? What do you crave in prayer? The, the prayers that move God are the prayers that move our heart. Are you with me? God God's listening for those cries. Amen. Fervent prayer means boiling prayer. Hallelujah. Next, we embrace if we want to be a minister of flaming fire, we embrace an attitude, a lifestyle of humility. Look what happened to Isaiah as he was going through this prophet before, uh, this process before he became a prophet to Israel. When he saw these things and he heard these things in verse 5 of Isaiah 6, he says, Then said I, woe to me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips. I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips, for my eyes have seen the King and the Lord of hosts. We embrace that spirit of humility. It's God's secret weapon. I know I don't have time to tell the story, but I'm going to tell it. You guys mind? Amen. Crockpot is cooking. But um, uh, I, was, uh, I was leading an all night prayer meeting again in South Louisiana. It was 6 o'clock, and I was ready to go home. How many have ever been in an all night prayer meeting? It's, uh, God gave grace till 6 a.m., and then I was ready to go home. So I'm driving home. I'm too tired to go over the speed limit. I'm just driving, and then the police pulled me over. I had an old car. As an associate pastor, wasn't a great car, but it was running. And I'm there, man, why is he pulling me over? I didn't say anything. He, he, he pulled me over and then he said, get out of the car. So I got out of the car and I could almost fall asleep. David, right, right there where I am. And he says, I want you to open up your trunk. All right, open up the trunk. A lot of junk in there. Maybe a spare tire. And, uh, and he says, okay, thank you very much. Close your trunk. And he says to me, young man, With your attitude, you're going to go far. How many know humility really is one of God's secret weapons? If you don't defend yourself, if you just keep humble and put your trust in God, there's no limit where you can go. Amen? Have I arrived yet? No, I'm still learning that lesson. But um, thank you for that policeman. Hallelujah. And then nextly, he saw a seraphim flying, a seraphim again means burners, and it came unto Isaiah, having a live coal from his hand, which he had taken with tongs off the altar. There must have been a hot living coal. Even the burning angel had to use tongs and, and touched, that he touched Isaiah. And then lastly here, he, uh, Isaiah also heard a voice saying, who shall I send? Who will go for us, the Trinity? And Isaiah responded, here am I, send me. If you want to embrace the flame and the fire, you want to be a minister of flaming fire, you also need to embrace the go, right, Gina? Embrace the go. Go might mean obey God in your home, your, in your neighborhood, at your place, or the, or the nations of the world. But to be a minister of fire, you embrace the go. If I, I rehearse this, I'm finishing up to be a minister of flaming fire. This is the anvil of his anointing. Embrace the cross. Be a worshiper with a big God. Embrace the secret place. Embrace the thrice holiness of God. Embrace harvest, souls, your neighbor and and missions. Be boiling and fervent in prayer. Crave things that are of God as you seek first a kingdom and you shall see answered prayer. Embrace the ember, the burning ember from heaven. It's a real thing. It's spiritual, but it's real. And embrace the go. Any candidates? Raise your hand if you think you're a candidate that you're willing to embrace those things. I just want to see who we have here in this third service ocean of, of believers. I see some good hands. I think... Pastor Ron and the Holy Spirit have prepared the table. Last thing, quickly, five matchsticks to keep you burning. These are practical. Put off the old man, you know, your old habits. They stinketh. <laughs> Ephesians 4, put off concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to its deceitful lessons. So we pick up the cross, we deny our old man, our old self, No one wants to be around that person. Number two, we put on the new man. Ephesians 4 again, 24. Put on the new man, which is created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. This is a daily process. Number three, daily remove the ashes of sin, even of our past successes, through repentance and humility. You know, there's a great picture. The Old Testament is the picture book of the new. And it shows here the priests put on linen garments here in Leviticus six. Thank you, Colin. And um, and they take up the the ashes from the burnt offering from the fire, from off, and they put it besides the altar. So those of you who've started fires and fireplaces, you got to remove the ashes. Ashes can speak of sin, of repentance, of forgiveness, but ashes can also speak of our past successes. How many have ever met? Maybe you are one, somebody who peaked in high school <laughs> or peaked at some point in their life and they're still here, you know? Hey, you know what, I was, a, I was a pole vaulter in high school, can't you tell? I was undefeated. But that's not what I talk about, you know? Don't ask me how high I jump because it doesn't compare to today. But you all met quarterbacks and captains of the cheerleaders who never went past their soldiers. Thank God for your service, I, I, I am one. But I don't dwell back in my military service. I dwell in the presence of God. And, God, and I thank God for all my experiences. We need to do that. But let's not limit God. God wants to remove the ashes, even of our successes, that we might be able to burn brightly, trim our wicks, and see new things, new fruit, new glory come through your life for the kingdom of God. Amen? So remove the ashes for by morning, lay up the wood of God's word. in Leviticus 6 again, you see every morning, the priests with their righteous garments put on wood on the fire that the altar fire would never go out. It's the same with us. Keep sitting with God, reading the word, listening for the verse to become a voice speaking to your life in Jesus' name. That, was what that puts wood on the fire. Fifthly, stir up the gifts of God. Those things that you know God has placed in you That it produce fruit in your life. Uh, Paul said to Timothy in 2 Timothy 1, Timothy was his son, his disciple. I remind you, Timothy, stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. You know, we've got to poke that fire. We've got to put oxygen in that fire. And um, one of the best ways to do it, as you're filled with the Holy Spirit, baptized in the Holy Spirit, is Jude 20. But you, beloved, build yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. We all need the fullness. We all need to be submersed in the Holy Spirit of God. Do you have to pray in tongues? No, you get to, (laughs) amen? These are tongues of fire. They, They keep your battery charged, they keep your faith alive. Your Tesla battery will never go out as you pray in the Holy Spirit. You'll have endurance, you'll have strength, you'll have power. Uh, you'll be able to fulfill all that God calls you to do. Number six, these are match, divine match, matchsticks. The fire of fellowship. No log burns good by itself, even the best of logs. Man, I need the, the logs of you. I need to be around other burners and yearners because sometimes we might our fire might ebb a little, but I need to be around you and, and have that, that spark, that fire spread back over to me. Amen, so do you. Number 7 lastly this fire isn't just for our own entertainment this fire is not for us just to be holy and sense the nearness of god this fire we're to pass the torch pass it by loving and serving others in the church and outside the church Matthew 10:8 last verse heal the sick cleanse the lepers raise the dead cast out demons yes i will freely you have received, freely give. So we have to share the fire. We have to be human torches. Amen. And this fire then will not go out. And pretty soon we'll have a conflagration. We'll have a, 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 a not only a great commission coming out of this church, but how about a, a great combustion of men and women filled with the fire of God. Okay. I'm going to ask you one more time. How many are willing to, to be burned beyond recognition. <laughs> some, of, some of this fire of God may hurt. It may, may burn you, may cauterize some areas. But how many know this is a holy fire? This is good. Amen. But mostly, as we've just finished a Daniel fast, three weeks of fellowship and prayer and teaching, I believe there's some, some excuse the expression, ladies, some fat pine here. Some, uh, some folks who are ready to become kindling wood for God and to be ministers of flaming fire. You guys ready to receive this live coal? Or or is it too late? Should we just go home now? Thank you, David. Amen. Just sit right where you are. Father, thank you that you sit as a refining fire, as a purifier of silver. We want to be pure. We want to be holy. We want to be pleasing to you. Lord, I'm asking that you... Eliminate some of our passions and give us a passion for you, a passion for your purposes, and a passion for souls. Father, we need this from another world to be your witnesses in this world. If you want this live ember, this living, it's alive, it's real, it's still burning at the altar of God. And I believe God is going to send it to humble hearts, obedient hearts. If you want this, I wish I could lay hands on every one of you but I know a man who has bigger hands than I. His name is Jesus. His name is the Holy Spirit of God. If you want this ember for real, you're sincere. You want to be a burning one for him. Gonna ask you just to stand right where you are. Hallelujah. We love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you are a consuming fire. And Father, just open up your heart to the Lord. If you want to just lift up your hands to the Lord. Be a lightning rod for heaven this afternoon father we just stand before you and lord we just say we want to burn more for you we want a pure holy flame lord just as you did with isaiah just as you did with paul when he got saved on the road to damascus just as you did with ezekiel when he was being chased by jezebel your fire met him you changed him Lord, even Daniel, you touched him three times to enable him to fulfill his ministry. Even you, Lord Jesus, as you were at Gethsemane, sweating great drops of blood, an angel of God imparted fresh fire into you that you could fulfill your mission, go to the cross for our sins. So Lord, it's not just week one, we're week month We're weak today, this last uh, Sunday of, of January. Lord, we want to exchange our weakness. We want to exchange our dim light for your burning lamp. So Holy Spirit, I'm asking, and we're asking together as Living Stones Church, would you send that live burning ember, that live coal from heaven. Father, I'm asking that you touch each one of us, touch our lips, that our lips might be pure and tamed, Touch our hearts that we might be thrice holy in our spirit, in our soul, in our mind. Father, we just receive a fresh touch. Quarterize what needs to be cauterized. Combust what needs to be combust. Father, light our candle. Light our fire within us. Set the altar ablaze in our hearts. And Father, from this place, from today, send us out. Send us out, Father. Send us out, Lord God. Send us fast forward with the very holy fire of heaven. And we thank you for it. We receive it. And we're going to keep it fed and keep it burning that others might know you. In Jesus' name. Let's give him praise. Hallelujah. (laughs) Mighty God. Amen. Thank you all. Thank you very much. If anybody uh, needs any prayer, some of our pastors and elders will be here. Have a fiery week in Jesus' name.